all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and you're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is Friday, the 29th of November. The apparent dichotomy between equity markets and India's economy will likely come into sharp relief over the course of today. The benchmark indices, that's the Nifty and the Sensex, both registered lifetime closing highs yesterday. Yet, after market hours today, data released by the government will probably point to a significant decrease in the pace of growth of the Indian economy. India's GDP is expected to have grown 4.5% in the second quarter. That's according to the median estimate of 41 economists polled by Bloomberg. It comes after a 5% growth in the first quarter of the year and would be the slowest pace since the quarter ending March 2013. Faltering consumption and a lack of private spending are being seen as the culprits and the government has naturally had to keep spending to keep the wheels greased. In fact, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman has sought the Parliament's approval to spend 21,246 crore rupees over and above the budgeted expenditure for the current financial year. Out of the total, the government's net cash outgo would be nearly 19,000 crore rupees. The rest will be matched by savings or unutilized spending of various government departments. In politics, Shiv Sena Chief Uddhav Thakre was sworn in as the Chief Minister of Maharashtra at Shivaji Park in Dadar, Mumbai yesterday. He subsequently held the first cabinet meeting of his patchwork government. Two leaders from each of the three parties that have joined hands in Maharashtra were sworn in as ministers yesterday. For the details, do log on to the website bloombergquint.com. In corporate news, HDFC Bank yesterday said it has formed a six-member committee to find a successor to Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer Aditya Puri, who is set to retire in October next year. Puri, who will turn 70 next year, will act as an advisor to the search committee. Aditya Birla Finance became the first company to list a commercial paper on the National Stock Exchange. The paper will mature in February of next year. The exchange expects this to help companies make appropriate disclosures on a continuous basis pertaining to these instruments and will lead to deepening of the debt markets in the country. Reliance Industries yesterday denied reports of selling its news media business, the Network 18 Group, to the rival Times Group. Bloomberg had reported during the day that Bennett Coleman & Co. is looking to hire advisors for due diligence on the news properties of the Network 18 Group. Just a final point on markets before we turn to international news. The trend of foreign institutional buying in Indian equities continued yesterday. They have now been net buyers for seven straight days, with the number standing at over 1,000 crore rupees in yesterday's session. Domestic institutions, on the other hand, continued to sell. Yesterday, net selling a little over 150 crore rupees. In international news, U.S. President Donald Trump took a surprise Thanksgiving trip to Afghanistan where he revealed that peace talks with the Taliban have resumed. The president landed at Bagram Airfield around 8.30 p.m. local time yesterday and greeted U.S. soldiers over a turkey dinner before meeting with Afghanistan President Ashraf Ghani at the airfield's Air Force headquarters. 
Trump says that the U.S. wants the Taliban to agree to a ceasefire and will continue to reduce its troop commitment to the region. Meanwhile, North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles and could be planning even bigger moves, stepping up pressure as it threatens to walk away from sputtering nuclear talks unless President Donald Trump offers up concessions by the end of the year. In international markets, stocks in the Asia-Pacific region were searching for direction in early trade after a lack of triggers on account of a trading holiday in the US for Thanksgiving. The Kospi in South Korea was the only loser, falling as much as half a percent. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the end of the week? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are decent. Uh, US and Europe ended with a positive bias. Asia is also doing well. The SCX Nifty is also indicating a positive outlook. So expect new highs on the Nifty again today. Stocks to watch. Watch out for HDFC Bank. They have formed a panel to identify the successor of Managing Director Aditya Puri. His tenure ends on October 26, 2020. India Bulls Housing Finance will be in focus. They have informed the exchanges that the MCA filing shows no violation in any of the five loans given by the company. The PIL had mentioned loans to Amricorp, ADAG, DLF, Vatika and Choradia. CLSA is saying that the clarity on the court case can lend relief and also improves the access to the debt market. They've raised the target price on India Bulls Housing Finance to 450 from the earlier 350. Watch out for some of the steel stocks. Steel Mint has reported that Indian steel mills are likely to raise prices by anywhere between 500 to 1000 per tonne. The price hike is across flat and long steel products for December and it's the second straight month price hike after a similar hike in November. CG Power and Solutions has revoked the royalty agreement and consequently does not have any liability towards payment of brand royalty to the promoters. Ashoka Bilkon received a letter of award for the development of an EPC project in Uttar Pradesh. The accepted bid value for the project stands at 1080 crores. Kohinoor Food has defaulted in obligations worth 297 crores on the borrowings which was provided by OBC. Rico India no longer listed but the NCLT has approved the resolution plan submitted by the consortium led by Kalpraj Dharamsi and Rekha Junjunwala. The resolution plan involves merger of Rico India with a new company set up by investors. In terms of bulk deals, HDFC Mutual Fund sold in 3.5 lakh shares in Everest Industries. The promoter was the buyer and Government Pension Fund acquired 31 lakh shares in India Bulls Housing Finance. Lots of brokerages today. Goldman Sachs has initiated on PNB Housing Finance with a sell and a target price of 458 and a buy on LNT Housing Finance with a target price of 140. In terms of rating changes, Edelweiss has upgraded Yes Bank and HSBC has downgraded SBI Life. And in terms of target changes, CLSA has raised the target price of India Bulls Housing Finance to 450. For AB Fashion, they have raised, raised it to 266. UBS has raised Tech M target to 285. JP Morgan has raised Tata Motors target to 170 from the earlier 150. Morgan Stanley has raised Avenue Supermarts target to 1500 from the earlier 1120. And HSBC has raised the target price of both HDFC Life and ICICI Pro to 540. The details of all these brokerages will be on our website. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shila Ditya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 